Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Happy Thanksgiving, Iowa. Happy Thanksgiving. Hey, Nebraska week. Is it a rivalry game? I have a very hard time saying that word, so I have to say it very slow. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's a trophy, so yes. It's a border game, so yes. Is it competitive? Mm. Is it a competitive rivalry game? <laughs> I guess we'll leave that up to the fans. I will just give facts. We've won the la- Iowa has won the last six and seven out of the last ten. Do you have um, a hatred for Nebraska? I feel like there's a, a few Iowa players that... I know George really doesn't like Nebraska. How do you feel about him? I mean, I, I don't really like them either. I feel like there's Why? a I feel like there's just a level of Nebraska. I, I I don't know how to explain it. I just don't like them. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's fine. Are there a lot of Nebraska fans in South Dakota? There's a few. Um, there's a few Iowa State fans too. So I just lump them all in together. Iowa hmm. State fans and Nebraska fans. Okay. Yeah, they're kind of rooting for the same team when you think about it. Just teams that you think are there, and then they just aren't. And you know what? Yeah, Nebraska's really been showing that. They are truly they are truly themselves this season, but we'll get into that. Um, do you want to just hop right into it? Yeah, let's do it. Wait, hold on. I have a question. Okay. What's your favorite um, Thanksgiving, uh, like, you know, food, whatever? Uh See, I, I've got the palate of like a six-year-old. Yeah. Like I don't, I'm, I'm a pretty picky eater. Oh, really? So hopefully Dax takes over after you. Yeah, hopefully. Um, I don't know. The The dinner rolls are pretty good. Oh my gosh. You don't even like the turkey? <laughs> yeah, the turkey's good. The problem with turkey is like, I think it's really tough to cook turkey perfect. <laughs> you know? Whatever. I guess. I don't know. I shouldn't have asked you that question. Now I'm just annoyed. Okay. What's yours? <laughs> um, I like stuffing. I think stuffing is the best one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that was a great segment. <laughs> okay. Let's get into it. Um, I want to go first with my little tidbit. Let's hear it. You know, I like to uh, find some different nuances and interesting information Okay. about different schools. Let's hear it. Um, have you seen... Nebraska's um, two mascots. When you were playing there, did you pay any attention? We know who they were because um, they they almost greet the opposing team coming out. I know Herbie, right? Is that his name? Which one? The giant inflatable one. No, that's Lil Red. Lil Red. Yeah, it looks like a little little toy. <laughs> yeah, it's something. It's actually terrifying. I remember the first time that I went to Nebraska to. I think I was watching you play, actually. That was the first time I went there. And my dad and I were like, what is, is that real? Is this a joke? Yeah, that's a bad one. It's so bad. Okay, so they have um, Herbie, the Husker. So Herbie's the other guy. That's the guy. Okay. Okay, so let's go back to 1890. Um, Nebraska was the Old Gold Knights. Okay. Yep, and then they went to the Antelopes. Which do they the have antelopes? Do they have antelopes in Nebraska? That might be a very stupid question on my part, but do they? I I've never heard of like an antelope sighting. I don't know. I thought that was weird. Okay, and then they were the bug eaters. Bug yeah, eaters. That's yeah. incredible. <laughs> and then in nineteen oh two, that's when they became the corn huskers, which was super weird because that was kind of like a a casual nickname for Iowa. 
Okay. Like they would call us the corn huskers or whatever. Interesting. So then Nebraska was like, no, we'll just take that, which again is such a Nebraska thing to do, you know? <laughs> Unoriginal. But uh, 56 years later, after they got that name, they had um, Corn Cob Man, which is, once again, <laughs> super unoriginal. And it's terrifying, like almost all mascots. It's terrifying. I mean, okay. it was literally like a guy, really tall guy in um, overalls. And then he had like a corn cob for a head and then like eyes on the corn cob and stuff. Were his arms like human arms? Yeah, like it was just his head that was the corn oh, cob. Oh, okay. I don't know. Weird. And then they they got Husky, the Husker, I think. And it was just like this giant guy that wore overalls and a cowboy hat. Okay, whatever. <laughs> okay, just basically looked like a farmer. Yeah. But okay. then in 1970, they stepped it up a little bit, and it was a guy with a fiberglass head. Okay? <laughs> Five foot, eight inches, 70 pounds. Not the man, the head alone. My goodness. Yeah. And so they kind of had to retire that one after a little bit because the head actually didn't fit on the team bus to travel because it was so big. 70 pounds. Imagine they that had on to your lose shoulders. the mascot because they physically couldn't bring him to games. Like, who made that? <laughs> who was like, here it is. And they're like, great, thank you. No, I'd be like, start over. <laughs> Try again. But then uh, 2003, okay, that's when they finally decided on redoing the muscular um herbie that we know these days okay um it's a guy with a polo jeans and a hat like i said muscular guy they just wanted somebody that they thought represented the men of nebraska okay so whatever and then they have little red okay this this is the inflatable freaky one so this was 1993 when this guy came on the scene they wanted somebody that was a little more fan friendly like um Little fans, young kids. Apparently Herbie just wasn't cutting it. I don't know. He's not that scary. I don't know what the deal is. But this kid is supposed to be like eight years old. I don't know how tall he is. That's one thing I didn't look up. But He's like seven or eight feet, I feel like. Yeah. He's an imposing (laughs) four-year-old. Eight-year-old. Eight-year-old, sorry. Um, He has like the hat on. I think Mm -hmm. he wears overalls. Mm -hmm. And anyway, the person inside of it, which I know we're not supposed to talk about the person that's inside the mascot because they are whatever. But he wears like a, or he or she wears a, power belt um that has like this air circulation system and it makes them like super light so they like can crowd surf little red i guess you can crowd surf little red apparently okay but i don't know if you've seen the like pre-game um performance by little red that he does Mm -mm. it's i talk about purdue's mascot and that one being scary this one takes the cake i can't believe i forgot about little red i think i just try to push it out of my memory because he's so stupid <laughs> sorry <laughs> but he can like pull his head into his body okay so it's like yep. shoop, and then it, all it is is his shoulders why what function is that oh we want something that's a little more fan friendly and for kids but we're gonna have it like its head disappear what <laughs> okay no um and then he also can like go on his head have you seen that where like he flips yes. upside down mm-hmm. have you seen the process of how he gets there no but i just i know that they like jump yeah in there so in order so the person inside has to like flip him flip the the suit upside down right, right? so he's not actually upside down right. okay but the suit is and so he the person lays on the ground face face down so picture this horrid flubby mascot face down on the ground and then he like wiggles around because the person inside is trying to like oh whatever and then boop up on his head and then they jump around on the head (laughs) it's 
It is terrible. I'm not kidding. It is one of the dumbest things I've ever seen in my life. What's hysterical is I'm again, I haven't seen it, but you're probably sitting there waiting. You're like, oh, he's about to do it. Oh, and you're just yeah. waiting. And then he does it. And you're like, yeah. And then in order to go back, you're like, oh, wait, he has to. He has to go seize to on the lay, floor. He has to go lay face down. It's it's ridiculous. Anyway, um, so I'm not a big fan of Lored. I don't think uh, many people from Iowa are. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't know how you could be. So anyway, that was a little history lesson on Herbie and Lored. The other thing is Herbie is clearly like a grown man, right? right? Like you can, he's like a dad kind of looking figure. Um and then Lil Red is an eight-year-old, and they, like, hang out together all the time. They're supposed to be, like, best friends. It's like, what? What is Not father-son? No. So I'm like, what is the, <sighs> what's the relationship here? It just, it strikes me as a little creepy. Not only does he look weird, but he also has a grown man for a best friend. I just can't, I can't understand it. And I guess a lot of kids, when they see Lil Red, their immediate reaction, which, duh, is to run up and, like, punch it, like a punching bag. Oh, because it's, like, it looks inflatable. It is well, I mean, inflatable, but yeah, like who decided this? And I also watched a video. Kids, my last thing, I watched a video of Herbie and Little Red having a dance off at a basketball game. I've n- it was like embarrassing. I, w- I felt embarrassed, and it made me say, "I'm so happy we have Herky, and that's all." And just Herky, we don't need a second. You don't need a second. Well, we kind of have a second. Um, it's Herky's. I don't know if it's his cousin. I think, and it's a girl. And she, I think she has a lot to do with the children's hospital. Again, oh, lovable, okay. sweet looking, nice bird. Very good for kids. Not inflatable. <laughs> Can't, doesn't just like decapitate herself out of nowhere. So yeah, props to Iowa and, and Herky because, whew. okay, are you ready to get into football? Let's get into football. Let's do it. Nebraska is on a five game losing streak, but... All except one of their losses this year have only been by one score or less. So it's... it's, And the one that wasn't was nine points to Ohio State. Yeah. It's like they can almost figure it out and then just something happens. What I don't know. What are your thoughts on Nebraska just overall season so far? There's a lot to kind of dive into. And I think it goes further than just this season. I think it kind of goes into kind of since Scott Frost has taken over. Okay. Um, they've been, they play a lot of close games, but for whatever reason, they just can't get over the hump. Yeah. And, you know, as, as demonstrated with seven of their eight, yeah, seven of their eight losses being in, um, you know, one score games, but, uh, backing it up. I mean, there's a lot to go into kind of this game. I don't understand how Nebraska is favored. Are they? I didn't see that. Nebraska is three and eight. And they're favored by one point over 17th ranked, excuse me, 16th ranked, 9-2 and two Iowa. Do you think it's because they beat Northwestern 56-7 to seven and we didn't beat them by that much? Possible. I mean, but we've beaten a lot of the other teams that they lost to. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know um, who decided that. But Nebraska has lost 17 in a row against top 25 opponents. Twelve of them under Scott Frost. So Scott Frost is uh, 0-12. Did they just sign a contract extension with him? I don't think so. I think they redid everything on the offense, and they're basically saying, hey, you got another year. Oh. Like, figure it out kind of thing. But who knows? I mean, everything's kind of up in the air. Is it just me, or does he always look sad on the sideline? He always looks sad. He always looks defeated. Defeated. Um, Speaking of which, speaking of defeated, um, 
this kind of is a it, well it's not kind of it is a trophy game it's kind of a rivalry but it is a trophy game um and since uh nebraska's last um 17 trophy games mm-hmm. meaning iowa and wisconsin they're three and 14 hmm. in the last 17 games Meanwhile, Iowa has won 21 of the last 26 trophy games and the last six against Nebraska. So it's it's more than just what's happening this season, although this season is its own team. Mm-hmm. But I think it goes back to culture and how your guys uh, compete on a day-to-day basis and week-to-week and then month-to-month and year-to-year. You know, Iowa's been consistent, especially when you talk about how many wins. You know, I mean, Nebraska's consistently um, fired coaches. And since, uh, like, Bo Pelini was averaging, like, nine wins a year. Then they got rid of him, and then the next guy had six, and the next guy, and I think Scott Frost is at three or four, averaging wins a year. Hmm. But you talk about KF been around forever, and he continues to. He, we got an opportunity here to win ten ball games, right? You know, so I, I think it's more than just that. But if you want to get into the actual game, um, obviously, you know, there's a there's a trophy involved, so it's going to be a little more amped up. Um, one thing that I'm going to be curious. I mean, obviously, the biggest news is Adrian Martinez being out. Mm-hmm. Um, he is their leading passer and their leading rusher. Right. So obviously that's a big hit to their offense. They trust this freshman coming in. Um, Logan Smothers, I believe, I believe is his, uh, is his name. Um, seeing limited action, running a little bit, passing a little bit, nothing overly crazy. Um, but I think he's going to see a lot of different looks from this Iowa defense. Okay. And I don't really mean different looks in terms of like, we're going to come out and do some crazy stuff. I just feel like we're going to bluff a few blitzes and make him think one thing while we do another. You know, nothing nothing that's out of our wheelhouse. I mean, we're really good at what we do, so we're going to continually do it. Um, I think Dane Belton is going to have an interesting game here because their tight end is six foot nine. Uh, 255. Wow. Big body. Yeah. Dane Belton is not a big body in terms of having to guard a guy like that. So we might see a little more Justin Jacobs. I'm assuming this guy is going to do a lot of RPOs, a lot of bootlegs, get him on the move. Apparently they really like his legs. Um, so uh, I, I anticipate them trying to move him around. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see a little more Justin Jacobs, especially, uh, do we know Jack Kerner's status? Um, No, I don't. But I just know that uh, Coach Farron said that he was optimistic. So if he plays, you know, maybe we'll see a little more, uh, a little less rotation on the back end. But um, obviously having Riley out there and the senior DB does help. Um, but Quinn Schulte stepped in. He was our, he was my unsung hero last game. Um, I'm not too concerned about our defensive side of the ball against our offense. Offensively, we have got to convert on third down. I think mm-hmm. that's kind of our main thing. Um, last few games, we haven't been great keeping us on the field. Uh, we had a few drops, um, but Padilla's doing really well at, at, at extending plays. Um, there's one play in particular I'm thinking of. It was a third and nine. We didn't convert, um, but the uh, our right tackle got beat inside by the defensive end. And most quarterbacks, if, they're beat, if the defensive end gets beat inside, they're going to drop their left shoulder, spin out, and then roll out to the right. Well, Padilla almost fakes that and then just slides under and climbs the pocket. That's not something that happens very often for a young quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you understand the term climb the pocket? Uh, it's kind of like the the pocket kind of encloses around him and he steps up. Yeah, just steps forward. Yeah, steps into it. And he did that and uh, made a throw uh, to Laporta across the middle. Unfortunately, it wasn't caught. But like he's showing signs that he can play at a high level. Just a matter of getting it there. 
Yeah. And one other thing um, on Tuesday when they had their media, Keegan Johnson said that um, obviously on paper, their offense looks a little bit ugly. Um, and I think they're making strides, like you said, of course, and uh, especially seeing Padilla step in. It seems like they're kind of changing a few things and, and reworking some things. Um, but Keegan said that they although it's good to get the win and they they show the wins over the losses um, in the end, he said they don't want to be known as Iowa has an ugly offense, but they get the job done. He's like, that's not what we're going for. Um, and that hopefully uh, in this game against Nebraska, they can kind of turn that around and change it. So interesting. Well, they have an opportunity. Uh, Tyler Goodson, I think, is 55 yards away from becoming yes, Iowa's first 1,000-yard rusher since yeah. 2016. And you know what's funny about that is last year versus Nebraska, um, he had a 55-yard run uh, for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little... Uh, foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Yeah, we'll see. Um, so, I mean, that's that's good to hear. Obviously, you don't want your offense to go out there and be like, ah, we just kind of get by. Yeah. You know, so obviously we're, we expect them to continue to grow and, and do things, which they have. Um, but I think that they're going to have opportunities on offense just because Nebraska is Nebraska. Like, that's the thing. You're going to have opportunities. Now, with Martinez out, maybe they don't turn the ball over as often because mm-hmm. um, he's a guy that can make great plays. And then we watched him against Wisconsin just kind of throw it deep to nobody. Yeah. And we were like, wait, what? Because we were cheering for Nebraska at the time, Mm -hmm. and then we felt the pain. Of being a Cornhusker fan. So now, uh, obviously, we're going to be cheering for us today and then, uh, or us on Friday and then Minnesota on Saturday, but we'll talk about that later. Special teams, they have not been good on special teams. Their uh, kicker has been kind of their liability lately. Really? Um, He's not, uh, he has not been very good on the season. Which is kind of funny because we just talked about Caleb Shudak last uh podcast and the one before that on how um it's been great to see and great to have somebody so dependable did you also see speaking of special teams that tory taylor's coming back next year that's really good news oh you didn't know that i did not oh yeah he's planning on making his return good deal hey you know what talk about name image likeness that guy's got a deal coming i can feel it well it's i mean he has his um he has his t-shirt he does yeah, their kicking team has been um, less than subpar. Uh, they're 12 of 23 on the year when it comes to kicking field goals. They're 0 of 5 of anything over 50 yards, um, 3 of 5 anything at 40 yards, and really 30 to 39, they're only 50% from there. So it's been a little bit different on in terms of, um, you know, you talk about consistency with Shudak versus them and how different that shows. Um, so basically, I think this is kind of go back to, we mentioned it not that long ago about how uh, Northwestern was pretty bad. And so we expect them to go forward on fourth. I would expect the same here from Nebraska uh, to go on fourth down if need be, because they just have a hard time kicking field goals. So uh, I don't know, maybe we should wrap this up because I have a heavy breathing, burping baby on my hip right now. <laughs> yeah. And hey. he kind of just threw up on the chair. Ew. <laughs> he did just spit up on the chair. You know, <laughs> this is the way these things happen. He was taking a nap. And he woke up. And so if you're listening to this in your car and you have some good We're so sorry. audio system. <laughs> really, with the heavy mouth breathing. All right. Okay. Well, Iowa, Nebraska, bringing the uh, Heroes Trophy back to Iowa. That's what we want to see, of course. Um, I'm really interested to see this, this quarterback step in. I don't know. I feel like our defense is going to have some good answers. 
I feel like they will too. I can barely get through what I'm saying because he's <laughs> grabbing at the mic and my headphones and it's just a whole thing. So we will wrap it up here and spare you the, the spit up baby. Go Hawkeyes and uh, go Golden Gophers. Go Golden Gophers. Hey, Goldie, spin your head. That's what we say, right? <laughs> Whatever. All right. Have a great Thanksgiving. Hope you get some good deals this Black Friday, Cyber Monday, whatever it might be. And, and let's get a win. Let's roll. Go Hawks. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.